This episode of the Blackstick Global Podcast is sponsored by Blackstick Global Passport. Join aspiring Black expats, expats, and repats, where you can build community, get resources, and gain support along your journey abroad. You're invited to join Blackstick Global Passport. Inside Passport, you'll find exclusive workshops on everything from expat taxes, financial planning, insurance, job boards, accountability check-ins, and more more. You can even take Passport on the go with our app available for iOS and Android devices. Just click the link in the episode you're listening to or visit blacksitglobal.com and click on Passport. See you inside. Close your eyes and imagine living a life you love, unapologetic and unbothered, free from daily microaggressions from Karens and Kens, Free from the fear of police brutality and systemic racism. Wouldn't that feel amazing? Now open your eyes. What if I told you that it's possible? Hear inspiring stories and get the actual blueprints from brothers and sisters of the diaspora who are living out their wildest dreams abroad. You've heard the term, now be inspired by the movement. I'm Krishan Wright and this is Blacksit Global. Season four, y'all, of the Blacksick Global Podcast is being put to bed. I can't believe we are here. We made it. I made it. Goodness gracious. The way this year started, the way this season started, I was not sure it would happen. I wound up having emergency surgery in February because I had an ovarian torsion. I wound up on disability a lot of medical bills that were unexpected, but it also was a blessing in disguise. It helped me realize that the U.S. healthcare system sucks, and it just reinforced that it is a smart decision to move abroad. It also allowed me to see and have deeper connections with my children. My children stepped up, y'all, and stepped in. And so I was grateful for the love and appreciation that they showered me with. It was really phenomenal. And shout out to some of my friends who came, brought me food, and even part of the Blacks of Global community, uh, former guests that stepped up and sent messages of well wishes. It really, really, really fueled me and enabled me to get the full season done. I wound up recording way longer than I normally record because the production schedule was out of control. And I also wound up having to edit the entire season um, myself because, again, big medical bills means that I don't have the money to hire and bring back my editor. So hopefully next season, as I start to record season five, you know, we can make that happen. And so how do we make that happen? You're a part of that. Please, as you're listening to the podcast, let me know how you are feeling about it. So leave us a review, preferably five stars, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave a rating, leave a review. It helps other people find our content. And it also helps me know that there is an impact that this here podcast is having on your life and helping you in your journey. Also, if you look in the show notes for each episode, you'll see a little button that says support the podcast. You know, whether you are becoming a monthly Patreon 
subscriber and supporter or if you are buying us a coffee or whatever you can give, this helps, you know, increase our production and improve our production so that more content can be delivered to you. So shout out to all of my guests this season. You really, really brought it. I am in deep gratitude for everyone giving their time, their energy, their transparency, and their authenticity to what is and was an incredible season. So I'm renewed and I am also in deep renewed and gratitude for the journey. You know, I was able to take some time and time off (laughs) during uh, late July, early August. I left the laptop at home. I had uh, scheduled the release of the podcast and I went off to Bali, (laughs) y'all. So I was able to go to Bali with Black Travel Fest finally. Yay. So shout out to Deirdre Amola, who is our very first guest on the Black Sick Global podcast. And let me tell y'all, Bali was a vibe, but traveling with Black Travel Fest, you definitely, definitely want to do. And they just released their 2023 schedule. So you'll want to get a part of that. I was able to meet Deirdre finally in person and also meet Esther, who was on in season three. It was a love fest, y'all. And if you've seen some of the photos, Bali Swing, uh, the temples, it was just such an amazing and transformative trip, but also restorative. You know, I can't adequately put it all into words how much that renewed and changed me. But I'm so glad that I went on the trip because it really is. I mean, for me, it's my last hurrah from a big vacation perspective because next year is the year, right? 2023 is my year. So I am moving to Portugal. If you've been following, you know that I did my scouting trip in April and did a live scouting trip with lovely Lynette, who I met Uh, along the journey while we were in Lisbon. So I'll link that video in the show notes for this episode as well. Portugal checked all of the boxes. It checked the box in terms of infrastructure, proximity, walkability. I don't have to have a car, affordability, and community. We talked a lot about community this season. I had the wonderful ladies of Black in Portugal on. Shout out to them and the amazing work that they are doing in Portugal and in Lisbon in particular to make the landing softer for us there. It's so inspiring when I look at those women because Each of them have been in Lisbon a year or a little less than a year at the time that we recorded our episode. And so that is a testament to the change and the impact that you can have. And I was also grateful during my scouting trip to go on the African Lisbon tour and to learn firsthand, you know, what the impact that we have had in Lisbon, but understanding that our journey didn't start there from a good place. Portugal was the first country to start the transatlantic slave trade. And so it's important to you in whatever country that you choose to call your next home is to understand the culture and to recognize that even if it doesn't start from good beginnings, 
is that you can still affect change. And that's the thing that really something that came through in this season of the podcast is that each one of our guests in their own respective journeys are change agents and change makers. And so you can be the change no matter how big or how small your pebble is, it can have a ripple effect on so many I mean, even when I think about this journey for me, I've been on my private journey for many years, but I shared it publicly in 2020 with this platform, recording this podcast in my closet during a pandemic, not knowing that Huffington Post, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Houston Chronicle, PBS, the Associated Press, InStyle Magazine, Travel Noir, and the list goes on and on were watching and paying attention, didn't know, right? I didn't know that I was inspiring people across the diaspora to make changes where they were, to make the leap from where they are now to where they want to be. And so I encourage each of you to take the steps to do the work to get to where you want to be. As part of that work, there's a lot of work that's going on in our Blacks of Global Passport community. It is so, so amazing to see that happen. I really had a lot of anxiety as I started to close down our Facebook group late last year. It had grown to almost 9,000 people. And even as I look at the podcast, right, we are over 43,000 downloads. It's amazing the impact that it has had on so many. And so I had a lot of trepidation about closing down the Facebook group, but I also knew that it was important for me to serve in a manner that was consistent with my integrity and also to make sure that I created a safe space and an environment for us to thrive and to do the work. And so I am grateful for our members because we're not having to deal with the distraction of algorithms and ads or bots and, you know, keyboard bullies or anything like that, right? Our platform is owned by us. It's for us. We're unapologetic. We are black and we are celebrating the moves that we are doing. And so we have our book club, our accountability group, you know, our budgeting workshops and all of these things that make it such a beautiful environment. And I know sometimes people will balk at the cost, but 50 cents a day to really put you on your best foot forward and get the cheat codes to moving abroad. It's worth it. I'm excited at the things that we have planning ahead, coming down the pike. And one of those things I'm proud to announce is finally our Move Abroad course. Our Move Abroad course is coming out. The first module will be released September 26th is when the doors open, but we are in pre-sale. And so if you are interested in moving abroad, It is your opportunity to get in at the lowest price that will be public for the course. And so I will link that in the show notes for this episode. But we are covering everything from choosing your country, getting your visa, housing, everything that you can think of is in this course. And so 
The pre-sale will only be available till September 7th. So you'll want to take advantage of that. There'll be more information, obviously, that comes out later, but definitely take advantage of it. Um, Some of the other things that are going on, our YouTube channel is continuing to grow and just launched our membership there. And so one of the things that now that I've announced that I am going to Portugal is I definitely don't want my podcast to turn into every episode about Portugal. So I'm carving out my journey from it. If you're interested in moving to Portugal, want to know what I'm doing behind the scenes to make that happen, or even behind the scenes um, from the podcast, because there are some episodes don't make it to air. It's my opportunity to show some behind the scenes stuff. So definitely join our YouTube channel membership. There are two levels, one a tourist visa and second is our residency visa. So our residency visa members will get more content, delicious videos. Again, some of the things that haven't aired like dating abroad. I will link that in the description for this episode. I'm also excited that another one of our favorite episodes from this season with Michael Ruth He will be leading our men's group. So the interest survey for the men's group will be going out after Labor Day. So be on the lookout for that. So if you're a guy that's listening to this episode or you know someone in your life and he's looking for a place to commune with other men, hey, this is going to be the spot for you. So definitely let us know and thank you and shout out to Michael for stepping up and stepping in and leading the charge for that. I'm excited for Nomadness Fest. I'm excited to be moderating the panel for the expat and investing aptly titled We Out. So Nomadness Fest is going down September 9th through the 11th in Newark, New Jersey. There are going to be so many influencers there talking about BIPOC travel. So you'll see Libria Jones, the queen of remote work. Many of you have taken advantage of her wonderful, wonderful knowledge and also have purchased the Remote Ready Bundle to help you put your best foot forward and snag that remote job. A lot of you have also watched our video that we did. And so I'll also link those in the description of this episode in the show notes for you. She will be there. Pax Light will be there. Passport Abuser. And of course, the OG herself, Evita Robinson. So it is going to be wonderful. I highly encourage you to participate and attend Nomadness Fest. If you do, and you're a listener of the podcast, please, when you see me, introduce yourself. You can also save 25% on your festival day ticket. Use the code BLACKSIT25 and you can get 25% off of your festival day ticket. But I am looking forward to it. Definitely want to see you there. I'm doing a lot of preparation for my move, a lot of journey steps (laughs) along the way. Um, The first part of my move is leaving New Jersey and moving to Florida. I'm excited. So there's a lot of preparation that's going on behind the scenes. And I wanted to spend some time talking about preparation, the mental preparation, obviously, that's happening. A lot of that was really important for me to take a beat, take a pause, 
and enjoy myself while I was in Bali. But I also know that many of you really are on this journey and I wanted to spend some time doing some Q&A. A lot of you follow Blacksit Global on Instagram. Shout out to y'all. I posed a question and I said, hey, you know, I'm doing this finale and I wanted to answer your questions on the show. So I want to thank those of you who had submitted questions and I am excited to be answering them. So here we go. Is it possible to move abroad without a bachelor's degree? Short answer, yes. You can move abroad without a bachelor's degree. You can also study abroad, which is oftentimes much cheaper. So for example, if you are in a school in the US and you want to study abroad, you can study abroad, definitely connect with the office at your institution, or if you are in the US or wherever you live, right, in the world, and you're interested in obtaining your degree in another country, it's often much, much cheaper than obtaining your degree in the US. So for some people, if you've listened to the podcast, they took up another language in another country, they may have said, Hey, I want to go to Italy, and I want to study Italian. And that was their way of getting overseas, and studying and learning a language in a new country, and an opportunity to get in a new country on a student visa. This is also a topic that we're covering in the Blacks of Global Move Abroad course. So great question. Here's another question. How much life and mindset changes have been brought from living and traveling abroad? This is huge. So a lot of mindset changes and shifts have happened along my journey. When I think about where I am in 2022 to where I was in 2017, there's been a lot of growth and evolution and development. The biggest is mindset because winning the battle and changing your situation all starts with the mind. A lot of things that we might perceive might not either be real or have been influenced greatly by the conditions that we are in. And so mindset is critical. And it's definitely difficult as black people, especially black people living in America to give yourself the time and the space to recognize that your mindset needs work. Because we've been in survival mode for many of us have been in survival mode, or scarcity mindset for the majority of our existence. And a capitalistic society doesn't give you time to take a break, to take respite, to do the self-care and self-awareness that it takes to make those shifts because it, it capitalism is dependent on you continuing to be the hamster on the wheel. So travel has been that opportunity for me to slow things down. And also the pandemic was a blessing in many ways for me because it gave me an opportunity to slow things down. I would not have done this podcast or created this platform had it not been for the full stop to slow things down and to have a creative outlet for what I had been doing and the transformations that I had been having. Travel has been a gift to myself. It definitely afforded me the opportunity to recognize where my negative thinking was, 
where my deficiency was in terms of my thinking, in terms of my worthiness. I am deserving of love. I am deserving of anything that I want. I live in the land of abundance. And that is something that has been an evolution and will continue to be an evolution. You know, we continue to grow every day until we die, right? And so for me to think about where I was in 2017 or even pre-2017, thinking that I had to go and travel with friends or thinking, oh, I had to wait until I had a boo to travel with. No, I treat me very well. I've taken myself to places that I have only dreamt of before. All of the things that I have been able to gift myself because I know I am worthy. I don't need anybody else's approval. But that self-love didn't happen overnight. I also recognize that it is a process, but it's a process that I would not have been able to do had I not had the opportunity to leave the U.S., to commune with other people in other countries, to learn about their culture, to have that cultural exchange. And it was so nourishing. You know, when I was in Bali and communing and also talking to locals, and they were in deep gratitude for me being in their country and to learn about their customs and to ask questions. And, you know, for me to understand that during the pandemic, Many of them lost their jobs and wound up having to work in the field. And so they're grateful for me coming and other foreigners coming and learning about their culture and contributing to their economy. That is a gift. That is more than anything that I can put a dollar amount on. Travel pays dividends more than you can ever imagine. If you're thinking like, oh, wow, it's got to be so expensive to move abroad. It's got to be so expensive to travel abroad. It doesn't have to be. There are ways you can do it. And so I definitely encourage you, you know, whether it's Blackstick Global's community or the Expat app or Exodus Summit or any of the wonderful platforms that are out there, get in where you fit in. Because again, travel is a gift to yourself that will pay dividends for a lifetime. So thank you for that question. Another question, should you become a citizen of the country you move to? Pros and cons. Wow. So should you? Well, I would say it's a personal choice. Some people love to travel to different countries and they'll go on a tourist visa from country to country. Some countries it's 30 days. Some countries it's 90 days. Some countries it's uh, half a year, like Mexico, some allow you to be in a country a whole year, like uh, Georgia. You know, for me, I really have my eyes set on becoming a dual citizen. Um, so having a Portuguese passport is something that I am working towards. And that is something that, like I said, I think residency in a country is one thing. Citizenship is another You'll have to look at the benefits and decide whether or not you want to be a dual citizen. You'll have to decide whether or not you want to renounce the citizenship of your country. I'm assuming it's the U.S., but definitely think it through and get the advice from people who can tell you what the implications are, not only from a personal perspective, but a tax perspective as well. 
Um, we touch on this a little bit in our workshop, Expat Taxes workshop, that's in Black Global Passport, but definitely invite you to join us there. A great question. Another question. I know it's different for everyone, but what is enough money? Oh, great question. So money is something that honestly you can't avoid, right? We all need money to live. We all have more money than we think we have. Now that I do expat coaching, and I'll also link that in the description for this video, I find that a lot of the people that I coach have enough money to move. And they realize that once they do a budget, once they look at the full balance sheet of where they have their money, how their money is performing, and also the cost of living that they anticipate having in their new country. It's also what I find is that when people do their budget, they discover that they have been spending money where they shouldn't. And so that might be, you know, super high interest on a credit card bill that's only going higher because the feds continue to raise the interest rates to stave off inflation and the impending recession. And they're realizing that they're spending it on either frivolous things or things to pacify the fact that they're unhappy with their current environment. And so I'm not going to say that moving abroad is the cure-all for everything. I think, again, it goes back to mindset and understanding what it is that's going on and what you might need to work on in preparation for your move, if that's something that you choose. But definitely when you think about money and whether or not it's enough, it's important to look at a lot of different resources to identify your current balance sheet and what it's going to take to support yourself when you move abroad. You might have to work. Work might be optional, or you may have other sources of income that you can use to sustain yourself. I highly recommend that anyone who's planning to move abroad, particularly in this environment, this economic environment, start a side hustle. Or if you had a side hustle, ratchet it up. It's important to have other streams of income that might help, especially if you're looking to get some type of residency status in another country. But it's also important for you to have um, your own stream of income because your side hustle can become your main hustle in another country. And so I definitely encourage everyone to look at the numbers, torture the assumptions, and you might realize that you can live quite well for considerably less than what you do in your home country. So great question. And definitely, I encourage you to join us in Blacksicle Passport because that's we spend a lot of time talking and working on our money. Another question. So how do you go about finding housing before you get there? Woo. That's a great question. So with Portugal, um, I am going to be doing the D7 visa. Part of the process involves uh, having a one-year lease. So you have to have a lease before you enter the country. So in many cases, people are paying for several months before they're even allowed to enter the country. What I did on my scouting trip was that I stayed at various Airbnbs that were of interest, not only from a 
neighborhood perspective because it was important for me to understand the size constraints. So I stayed at different apartments so that I can get a visual feel for the dimensions of what is a T2? (laughs) What is a two bedroom apartment in this country versus my home country, right? So for me, I look at sites like Idealista, but um, there's also different Facebook groups that you can look at. So choose your country and you can look at, you know, housing, rentals, etc. Every country has some subgroup <laughs> that can help you identify not only places that you can rent, but you can start to see like, okay, what's the going rate? Because one of the things that you don't want to do is pay a premium because you're a foreigner. A lot of countries tend to charge more to foreigners because they don't know better or they're coming from a Western culture where, you know, they may have, let's see, you pay 2000 a month wherever you live or a thousand a month, but the average rate for a two bedroom in your destination country might be 500 and they're charging 800 and you're thinking, well, 800 is a step down, you know, and a discount from a thousand, but it's actually you're paying more than what the locals are. And so in some countries, there's definitely a a tension between locals and foreigners for that reason. I also don't want people to blow this out of proportion because think about what's going on in the United States. There's various states where, you know, rents have gone through the roof and people who have started to work remotely from northern states like New York have gone to Florida and they're like, hey, I pay 5000 a month in New York City and now I can pay, you know, 1000 or 1500 or 2000 in Florida and that's driving up the cost of real estate in Florida. So it's it's definitely something that happens, but I also, you know, again, don't want people to blow it out of proportion to where this is this us against them mentality. I want you to do your due diligence and understand what's the going rate so that you're knowledgeable and you come at it from a place of empowerment and you can find the best deal for you. Is it better to buy furniture when you get there instead of bringing everything with you? I am bringing three suitcases. That's what I'm committing to (laughs) when I moved to Portugal. That and the dog, of course. So I'm not bringing any furniture with me, largely because my style is going to naturally evolve in a new country, right? Um, Everything in the U.S. tends to be mass produced, tends to be produced in, you know, China and other countries. And I want to have more of a local flair. For me, I'm choosing to um, hopefully get a furnished apartment because when I land, the last thing I want to be worrying about is, okay, I have a place, but it's empty. <laughs> Where am I going to sleep? <laughs> I think that at least for the first you know, year, six months to a year, I definitely want to have a furnished place that will just allow me to get there because there's still a lot of things that have to be done, right? When you're acclimating to a new land and I don't want to have to worry about that. I often find too with people that I coach as well as the different groups that I'm a part of is that people will make a decision to bring all of their stuff 
and then they pay a premium, obviously, for shipping their belongings. Their belongings could get lost, damaged, or stuck in customs for many months at a time. And then they are having to replace the items anyway, or they realize that they've had it and it either doesn't fit because they underestimated the size constraints or they've decided to move and they left their stuff in the U.S. in storage and they're paying fees for things that they haven't looked at in years and years. So again, I guess it kind of goes back to do you have enough money to move abroad, sell the stuff, (laughs) donate it, take the tax write off, right? You will realize that things can be replaced, but experiences cannot. And so again, it goes back to having the experience that is going to pay dividends for the rest of your life. So do it. Step out on faith. Go see, take the opportunity to look at different sites, you know, um, look at different sites that are in the country that you're looking at. So for furniture, what are the major furniture shops? And it might not be one of those countries that have like an, an Ikea or something like that. It might be more local, and so they may not have an online presence. But again, that's something that you can, you know, definitely discover and explore on your scouting trip. And you might find those hidden gems, those authentic things that allow you to create home somewhere else. So it's fun. I, like I said, I don't think you should bring anything but yourself (laughs) and maybe a couple of mementos, but clothes can be replaced. Furniture can be replaced you know, but this experience is irreplaceable and it's a gift you're giving yourself. So I hope that answered that question. So this last question comes from one of our Black Site Global Passport members, and it's around estate planning, wills, long-term care insurance, especially as you think about moving abroad or moving and staying in a country for a long period of time. And while this particular question can vary from country to country. I definitely have some thoughts on some things you should consider. First and foremost, what kind of country are you looking at for your destination country? So for example, if you are looking at a country that is more communal and has respect for the elderly, that is going to be one that's probably going to be a better fit for you in those later stages of life. But obviously, you'll want to consider what's the infrastructure and what the healthcare system is. When you look at countries that are more capitalistic, like America, they tend to put the onus on the elderly person. And what you would see is a a deterioration of those safety net programs. And so ideally, you would want to stay away from those countries. What I've noticed in countries that I've journeyed to, that have, you know, an older population, what I've seen and what's been amazing to me is that the older population tends to be more fit and more active in countries that don't have like mass transportation in them because they're walking every day or they're um, a country that is more communal where you'll have multiple generations under one roof. And so It's important for you, especially on those scouting trips, to figure it out and understand like, okay, what is it like to grow old in country X? 
from a wills, trusts, and estate planning perspective, particularly if you are seeking dual citizenship, that's something that you'll want to consider is if you are a citizen of two lands, you know, and you have an estate and the majority of your assets are in your home country and you're choosing to live in another country and you die, where do you want to be buried? But also, which will takes precedence. I think you should seek the advice of an estate planner, an estate attorney in both countries to understand what the rules are so that you can go eyes wide open and decide if you need to perhaps either move assets to another country or how do you handle if you have, say, a home in the United States and you have a home in Mexico or you have an investment property in Indonesia. Those things are not typical. And so you'll want to seek the counsel of someone who is an expert in that. We are touching on estate planning and the importance of estate planning and wills and trusts as you start to plan your move abroad, particularly from an insurance perspective that is going to be included in the Blacks of Global Move Abroad course. However, it is really important for you to talk to somebody about your particular situation. When you go to another country and you're doing your scouting trip, it's important to not only observe, it's important to see how elderly people are treated in your new country, but also to understand what happens to them as they get older. It's also important to make sure that you are insured for any catastrophic illness that might happen, whether it's cancer or something else. You know, you may decide that you want to seek treatment in the United States, or you may decide that you need to have treatment in another country, but you want to have an English speaking doctor. That is why travel insurance and travel health insurance is so, so important. We have done multiple sessions on insurance and we will continue to do that because I can't underscore it enough. And I actually talked about it in our YouTube video yesterday on um, moving abroad over 50. It's so important. You don't know when an accident is going to happen. And so I'd rather you plan for the worst outcome and know that, hey, you know, at least I'm protected, then assume that things can't happen to you because oftentimes they do and they're out of your control. I will link our latest video on travel health insurance and shout out to Arnitha Webb for always being our insurance expert. And she is vastly knowledgeable about different insurance plans, including long-term care insurance. She is an insurance broker, someone who we value in our Blacks of Global Passport community. So again, we'll be doing a follow-up on this topic, either on our YouTube channel or inside Blacks of Global Passport. So definitely, definitely want to encourage people who are listening to take part in that as well. So as I wrap up this episode... It has been a wonderful, wonderful ride this season, and I'm so looking forward to season five. I'm going to be spending our hiatus in part planning for season five, which will begin airing in January 2023. 
I'm excited. Obviously, a lot of things are happening in 2023. My youngest will be going off to college. This is her senior year. And so part of this hiatus, I am going to be loving on her, being fully present to all of the things that are going on. And of course, still bringing content to you and our YouTube channel and our other social handles. And of course, within Blackstick Global Passport, Um, because there's so much work to be done. I'm excited because in 2023, there are big, big, big things that I have planned for this platform, as well as some amazing guests that are coming on the podcast next season. We're going to hear from Naki. I know we teased it in season four, but we will be hearing from Naki himself in season five. We will be journeying to the continent in season five. There is so much I have planned and in store. I definitely encourage you to continue to listen. Again, support the podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends, continue to be inspired, plug in, listen to those episodes, especially if you need like another dose of inspiration on those challenging days. But know that we are here and we are not going away. And I'm excited to share a lot about, you know, my part of the journey now. This is something that's really different. I'm an introvert by nature. And so on our YouTube channel, one of the things that I'm kind of nervous, but excited at the same time is sharing a lot of the behind the scenes with our Blackstick Global YouTube uh, residency visa members. So my daughter wants to be part of that journey. And so it'll be interesting to give her an opportunity to share with y'all how she's adjusting and some of my friends as well. And so this is new and uncharted territory, but it's exciting at the same time. So I'm, I'm leaning into it and I hope you will be a part of that as well. So I want to leave you, as always, with uh, some inspiration to lift you on your journey. Take time and respite and discover the beautiful, beautiful life that awaits you on the other side. So I look forward to you joining me on our other platforms. Definitely get piped into our Blacks of Global Passport community and It is, again, like I said, money well spent. And I will see you all in season five come January. So till then. Thank you for listening to the Blackstick Global Podcast. For more information on today's episode, be sure to visit our website at blackstickglobal.com. It's not only possible to live out your dreams unbothered and in full color, it is your birthright. Are you trying to sort out health plans, banking, VPN, and other connectivity for your move abroad? Well, have no fear. We've got you with the Move Abroad Starter Kit. Get yours today at blacksitglobal.com resources. That's blacksitglobal.com resources.